This is the Agape Project from the Office of Campus Ministry at Bowerman University. Welcome to the Agape Project. Here, we take a moment to listen to stories told by members of the Bellarmine community to learn about their worldview, spiritual practices, and their calling and purpose as they are recognized in their lives. To learn more about the Agape Project, we invite you to listen to the introductory episode of our podcast. Agape is a Greek word for the highest form of love, one that embraces universal, selfless, and unconditional care. Some find agape love in God's love for humankind, others in the selfless love of total strangers. We invite you to listen for examples of agape love in action in this next story. Let's enter the conversation. Uh, I'm Kelsey Simpkins, a senior vocal performance and music tech major, double major, I guess. So just kind of to start, um, can you kind of tell me sort of religious or worldview-wise how you were raised into how you believe or practice now? Um, I wasn't really raised religious at all. Um, my great-grandma was Catholic because she was from Louisiana, so very big church-type scene. Um, but after that... My grandma was probably the last like actual religious, religious person in my family. She went to church most Sundays. Um, as, of, as of right now, just because of where I grew up in middle school, like I know a lot about religion, because I grew up in Wilmore. I don't know if you know a lot about Wilmore, but... I think I know the area-ish. It's where Asbury is, oh, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a big... Yeah. Methodist. Methodist town. Like, weird kind of Methodist. Like, you can't dance after 8 p.m. unless it's yeah. a choreographed song. Like, so yeah. it was kind of pushed on you a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know a lot about religion, even though I'm not I'm a religious person. I'm not against the idea, but I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> Do you consider yourself spiritual in any way? Um, I'm not against the idea. Like, if someone tells me things, I'm probably like, yeah, seems right. Fair enough. <laughs> but <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, cool. So, I know that you hold so many values um like very strongly like you are a very strong believer in social justice and um kind of like equal rights Mm -hmm. can you kind of speak more to that idea of like those values that you hold kind of like where you think they kind of originated from or anything like that um well i grew up in west virginia so <laughs> not a whole bunch in the realm going on there. And the way I grew up, I grew up in a town where everybody knows everything about everybody all the time. So the first person to come out as gay in that town um, 
it was when I'd already moved to Kentucky, but he had gotten, like, cyberbullied. Like, everyone in the town was talking about him. Like, all of that just absolutely, like, came crashing on him. So it's thinking back to those kind of things and thinking about how you just want other people to care about each other. Mm -hmm. So that kind of thing is really important to me. Just knowing that nobody, not nobody, but not everyone has that opportunity to be cared about. Mm -hmm. So I like to do my best. You do a great job. Thanks, my man. Oh my gosh. I appreciate that. (laughs) What do you think is something that you are passionate about in life? Just like in general? Yeah. Um... I want to say music, but that feels like a hokey answer. It's okay. Just like, yeah, duh, that's what you do all the time. Like, I hope you would care about it. Um, But, yeah, it's just the idea that you can get someone to know exactly the way you're feeling, even if they don't have the same meaning with the words you're saying. Or, like, Mm -hmm. even if you're not using words at all, you can still have someone feel the same emotions as you. I really like that part of music. I remember last year during your junior recital when you performed Waste of Time. That was like my favorite. Thank you so much. I loved it. I like looked it up on SoundCloud after. I really like it. Can you, like speaking more, maybe not to that specific song, unless you want to talk about that specific song, but like more to music, like what is it that really like draws you to it and like makes you so passionate about it like you had mentioned that it's the idea of like other people being able to understand something even if you don't Mm -hmm. use the same words like where do you think maybe that draw originates um well in elementary school I was socially mute I had selective mutism um and I did not talk to anyone that wasn't my parents or sometimes my sister um But even in the middle of that, my mom signed me up for singing lessons. So before I'd even, like, started talking to the people around me, I had started singing. Um, Just with a girl that was, like, the daughter of the preacher at church. So it was really nice. She's really sweet. Um, And learning more about that. And, like, figuring out that people can understand you even when you're not really saying something. That whole idea and aspect of it really made me happy. Um, And it's something that I knew I wanted to keep doing, even if I wasn't the best at it. Or even if, like, some people don't like certain parts of it. Or just being able to have that kind of a conversation with Mm -hmm. it. Or, like, getting people to feel, even just in general, like, even with themselves, getting them to be able to feel better or know that other people are struggling with the same things they're struggling with. That I just really like that part of it. Is there a particular piece of music, um, maybe not necessarily that you've wrote, that you really um, resonate with or that you have, like, a special connection to? That is a really good question. So many. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. 
I really, really like Satie, Eric Satie. He's a French composer, um, like early impressionist. He, the way that he composes and the way that he does music is very avant-garde in a way that's like, you're definitely a crazy person, but in the best way possible. Um, so I really like um, most of his piano pieces, but he has this set of like five really short songs. They're called the Ludions. Um, and they're all like random, but connected and like different parts mean different things, but in a way they're all kind of connected to each other. And I really like that. Is that something that you've performed for classes? Not yet. I'll do it for my senior recital. But I'm excited. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, a little preview. Just a little preview. A little sneak peek. Yeah. Uh, promo. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, what do you think you want to do um, with your music degree? Um, I... I want to perform, but that's not exactly a realistic goal. Um, I really like being in production, mm -hmm. too. Um, getting people into a place where they can say exactly what they want to say. I keep saying that over and over again, but like getting, getting people to have a song exactly the way they had it in their head is a mm -hmm. really, really good feeling. Like being able to like put on page what someone is like only been able to kind of like describe vaguely mm -hmm. is really cool. Um, now correct me if you're, I'm wrong, but you've also worked kind of in a teaching role at like different places around Louisville, right? And music shops? Um, not kind of, not in music shops. Um, in, in Nicholasville, I've worked for a couple teachers in like, choir directing and like elementary school music classes. Um, here I used to volunteer for a couple DJs. I helped teach like music production and like beat making and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I'd like to work in music shops. That'd be fun. Just teaching. So kind of what you mentioned, like helping others like learn kind of the basics is that something that you want to pursue kind of more fully or is it something kind of else when you're talking about like helping people realize what they're like kind of imagining onto the page um I really like both aspects of it actually like working in a studio and having someone bring ideas and being able to like bring those ideas to life I really like um but I also like I like teaching I've like taught voice lessons before and like a couple piano lessons and stuff and that aspect of it is really nice especially because you get to see how happy people get once they've like finally figured something out and when it clicks but yeah both both sides of it are really cool nice what drew you to Bellarmine specifically um, first of all there's not a lot of places around here that have a music tech degree mm -hmm. um, and I am not a big campus kind of person. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not good with crowds necessarily. Um, 
and the fact that like my tour guide like when we were going on the campus tour like four or five different people walked up just to say hi to her I was like that's so nice <laughs> I love that <laughs> I want that and I have that which is nice and I love that <laughs> I'm really happy yeah <laughs> it's really cool so I love you all basically <laughs> We love you too, Kelsey. Oh my gosh. Um, how do you think that Bellarmine has kind of shaped or changed either yourself or kind of your vision of what you want to accomplish? Um, it has changed me a lot. I play so many more instruments now. Um, I'm so good at them. Stop. <laughs> um, it... Being in so many different spaces and working with so many different people who genuinely care about what they're doing and are also just actively trying their best and you like you know you're doing that at the same time. It it really I don't know. It's it's just really nice. Um like Working in the chapel, like being up there with everybody and seeing how happy everyone is to be in a class on a Sunday, just to be able to talk to each other and hang out. Um, being in different ensembles and getting to be with people who were literally there just to play their instrument and have fun with everybody for an hour and then leave. Like, that's really nice. That's really cool. Um, it, it makes you just want try your best to be able to keep doing those things for as long as you can, I guess. Yeah. And I really, I just, yeah. I just keep saying I really like that. But I really like that. You know? It's just, I really like that. Yeah. Um, you mentioned chapel choir, and I know, like, in a lot of uh, choirs and ensembles, um, <laughs> historical pieces are like religious. Like mm -hmm. you sing different mass settings and you sing requiems and whatnot, um, or hymns in general. How do you think? I guess my question is, you know, not being religious and, you know, in addition to being at a Catholic university and not only like singing these hymns in a secular setting, but also in a religious setting, how, um, I guess, like, what do you think of that, sort of, like, how, um, I, I think it's really cool, I actually really like spiritual music, like, oratorios in general, like, I, I love different mass settings, and I really, really love requiems, like, I think the Verdi Requiem is one of the prettiest most beautiful pieces of music ever written um it's it's a different perspective than I think other people who are religious would have on it because I feel like they would connect more to what the music is actually saying but a lot of it is really beautiful like like light eternal grant them peace like just really kind words I guess, because even if it's not, even if you're not fully confident that there is whatever after whatever, 
having just eternal peace is still a nice concept either way, yeah. you know? I remember um, one time I was hanging out with you and Maggie, and the two of you started singing mass settings in Latin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I am the only Catholic here, mm -hmm. and I am the one that does not know these. I know a lot more Latin than I should. <laughs> Just... <laughs> yeah. No, but I really like how you said that. They kind of, these concepts sort of transcend the mm -hmm. limits of how they were written, like the setting in which they were written originally, I guess. Mm -hmm. I think with, and not, not just like mass settings and stuff, but I think everyone, because everyone interprets language and like connotation differently, that music means something different to whoever listens to it. Yeah. So even if they are like religious pieces, like, you can still appreciate the artistry and music and you can still relate to the words even if they don't mean exactly what they're intended to. Yeah. So I, really, I think that's cool. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Has um, being at Bellarmine shaped your relationship with the religion any? Um, I, I've always been interested in it even if I wasn't personally connected to it. Yeah. Um, like... I know a lot about religion. Like, I, my great-grandma was Catholic. Yeah. I know the Lord's Prayer because it was like, you know. Yeah. You say it, say, say the Lord's Prayer, Kelsey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You grew up you in saying. West Virginia. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's Baptist. Right. Like, pretty much. <laughs> um, it's... Being a Bellarmine you get to see a lot of different people and meet them exactly where they're at. And it's more encouraged to meet them exactly where they're at. And I like that a lot. Um, like my, my theology class my freshman year, I loved that class. I loved learning about different people. Um, unfortunately, during that year, that was when there was um, the shooting in, I think it was New Jersey, at the... The sanctuary there. Mm -hmm. um, Tree of Life. Yeah. Synagogue. Synagogue, yeah. Um, so I went to a synagogue just in memoriam and like to be there for the community, even though like I was brand new to the community. I didn't know anybody, but it just felt like the right thing to do. Um, and it was really, really nice. Like they wanted to make sure other people were involved. There were local people from like the local mosque there. Like, being, being around people who have that much of a care for, like, other human beings was really, really nice. Yeah. So. You had mentioned that you feel like it's encouraged at Bellarmine to meet people where they're at. Can you kind of expand on what you mean by that? Um, I think for the most part, everyone understands that not everybody comes from the same background that they do. Um, like, my best friend, uh took a theology class that was just about Bible questions and she'd <laughs> never read the Bible and still got an A in the class. Like, mm -hmm. right. <laughs> um, so people, people here are really nice and really just kind of encourage you to speak your truth, I guess. Um, and obviously, just like any other place in the world, there are some people that don't accept certain yeah. things. Um, a little disrespectful in my opinion, <laughs> but there are also 
more people mm-hmm. that are open and willing to just be kind and listen. And I like that. I like that a lot. I like that too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess like the way you're talking about kind of the university and the community, like there seems to be like such a, I don't know if hope's the right word, but like general belief in like the goodness of people mm-hmm. and like how you're speaking about the community, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people can get so bogged down and negative, but you just, it's so genuine the way that you're like talking about how good people are in general. Well, and there are, there are people like, there's always going to be someone yeah. that's just mean for no reason. But there's so many other people that I've met from Bellarmine or met because of Bellarmine that they're they're just good people, good-natured people, kind people, people that I, even if I don't say it because I don't talk very much, like, I really do appreciate them being around. Like, everyone in the music department is genuinely such a kind soul. Like, even if sometimes when people like get on my nerves, I'm like, you're annoying, but I know you're a good person, right? Mm-hmm. People, even outside of that, like, people say hi to each other all the time. People actively try to make sure other people are having a good day. Like, everyone in Kansas Ministry is, like, uber kind. Like, the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Like, all of you. Oh my gosh. For real. Um, you flatter us. I, you guys, I'm not, like... Not even, like, joking around at all. Like, you guys are just genuinely good people. Um, And it's it's nice to know that there's more people that would genuinely want to listen and want to be there for you, even if you're not the the target demographic of the school, I guess. Then there are people who would be upset with you for having a different opinion, I guess. And I I really do appreciate that. I do love almost everybody on this campus. Oh my gosh. I love how much you're like so passionate about <laughs> how much you love them. Like it's it's inspiring. <laughs> even if you like me, even if you don't like me, I'm too late. This is just something I like to do to kind of round out the chat. Mm-hmm. you want to talk about faith? Do you? This is about you. Oh. I'm talking about music and Bellarmine community. Well, <laughs> I mean, I think faith means something different to everybody. I think yeah. that's why it's such a broad word. Like, I guess in terms of this and what I've said, I have faith in people. I have faith. Yeah. That more people will try to do the right thing. That people will try to be a good person before they try to be a mean person. Even if you're a good person because you believe that there's an omnipresent force that wants you to. Or if you're nice just because you feel like it. Or if you're nice for any other reason that you're nice. You're still a nice person. So... I guess that's that's more my faith is that 
you know, I have I have faith that people will always be people. And I like that. I do too. Um, is there anything kind of in the chat that we didn't hit on that you would like to address something you feel like is a key part of either how you experience life or worldview or something we did hide on and you wanted to expand on um, or just any kind of final closing statement word type ideas um can I change what I said my favorite piece was because I changed my mind yes absolutely (laughs) (laughs) um I actually think that my favorite piece this is gonna sound dumb. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, do you remember when we did Plant Your Fields in yes. Progress? That was the, f- I think it was the third time we ever did it. That was the most fun I've ever had playing a piece of music ever in my life. Um, so I think that's actually my favorite. Like, I really do love Sati and I love, like, Vexations and the Nasians and all of his, oh, I'm sad, but play this 398 times. Like, I do love those, but I think I, I think I like that more. Just being with people that I genuinely love to be around and playing a song about corn. <laughs> I usually like that a lot better. <laughs> it's so precious. <laughs> listen, the amount that I'll listen to Arlington and I'm like, our version was better actually. It's good. It's good. Oh my gosh. We should. What an amazing story. Did you catch any examples of agape love in action? What resonated with you in the stories shared today? What would our world look like if in every interaction we had, we allowed agape love to lead us? How will you show someone agape love today? Here at Bellarmine, we are a community of many faiths and no faiths, and campus ministry provides support and accompaniment to all as they embark on their individual spiritual journeys. If you would like to share your own story and possibly be featured in a future episode, please visit the Agape Project online at bit.ly slash the Agape Project. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of the Agape Project. Tune in again next week for more stories. Have a great week.